0: All right, that was a show. That was a show. It was. So we should probably talk about our our weird now obsession with Diddy, and what that has done to to <laughs> us, our show, and both of our Twitter feeds and messages to each other. <laughs> <laughs> Why send a
1: boring IM when you can send a Diddy? That's I mean that's the that's the easiest mm-hmm. no brainer.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now when I responded to you today, I didn't send a Diddy,
1: but. Um, I'm sure you appreciated the game in the I form kinda of the did. Video.
0: I kinda did. So, um then there's something fun about Diddy. There's there's something it, I, I, the, the best thing I can compare it to is remember when Extra Normal came out? When when Extra Normal You could you, you could just put in the things and, and, and people you'd have a character saying something to another character. Oh, and even like right. Geico started right, to make right, commercials right. around that. Okay.
1: Right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean it, the voice the the speech is pretty good uh-huh. i mean there's a lot of words like it says "Avere" my company like right so i've been goofing around with it
0: doesn't say groucho right though
1: no no but it says or it Gr- says it right it <laughs> yes it says <laughs> "Groucho," just like fiverr says "Groucho." <laughs> so you know uh yeah diddy's uh, diddy's fun it have you have you paid for any songs yet no no I, I was, not that
0: I would be ashamed of paying for songs because it hasn't
1: just you gotta use, you have to use it to get a yeah. dollar's worth out of a song yeah, you have to, yeah. you're going did, that all the time well I
0: mean what one good diddy would be a dollar's worth out of a song so I wouldn't I wouldn't complain about it I just yeah. haven't found the, the point where I needed to have this song to work with that diddy
1: yeah the ads on the app are a bit annoying now especially now that you're doing video apps Our yeah. ads are quite annoying uh I don't know, it's it's um it's limited to fifty characters, so it's even more restrictive than Twitter. It's 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 a way to do a little piece I think that I, I think that
0: the key was when we found out we could do video. Yeah. Because it really changed what well, we it's, could do it, with it.
1: It's like doing a vine Right. and a haiku. Uh-huh. And yeah. and there's a challenge in in telling a story because it's not only writing a poem in fifty characters, but also one that has the cadence of the a song, a
0: total poem at the same time. Yeah, yeah.
1: Because the, the, they're they're going to break up your sentence in a predefined manner per song because they 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 break it up on syllables, right. And so you you have to adjust your poem to match the song that you've picked. You do. And it's just, a, I, I hesitate to call it an art form, but it, it, it is. It's, it's not it's an
0: a, art form. It, but what it is, is, I mean, it's not an art form because no one would recognize it as art. But there is a, a skill to it that you have yeah. to learn.
1: It, it, well, it's just like making awesome vines. It's right. very similar to making awesome vines.
0: Okay, I'd buy that, but they're giving you a little more assistance than they would in Vine. Yeah. But, yeah, but you you have to figure out a cadence, and, uh, you know, it's not necessarily going to work for everybody. But we should move on to the bacon thing, because that was, to me... Oh, that was the the tease, yeah. The
1: the tease. Uh, So so, the headlines everywhere was that salted meats, cured meats, like sausages and bacon... Uh, uh, and ca- just
0: red meat in general, too. Oh, right, they also mentioned that.
1: Cause cancer.
0: Cause cancer.
1: Cause cancer. Not
0: just, you know, are associated with cancer. The headlines, you know, are, are, are slightly correlated with cancer in certain individuals, which is what the actual studies say. But cause cancer. Cause cancer. And this, but the studies were not necessarily, I mean, the, the article's not necessarily wrong because this is what. The World Health Organization declared in their press release causes cancer is cancerous is I should say carcinogenic. What else qualifies on the level? What
1: they should have said is on the cancer the, carcin- the the cancer causing list. You know because there's a lot of things. There's on the cancer a big. List.
0: Big, big list now let's see if I can find my tweet where I, I- explained because because you put pointed this out, and i uh okay okay, here it was you said because your tweet was uh bacon and sausages are a cancer risk on the scale of smoking and asbestos
1: because that's what the headline doctor,
0: said. no fun, and you pointed the <laughs> article. And I, I I responded to you. Life causes cancer, and uh, I think in the same. Res- you said okay. Then you responded to me. Sure, but not everything is as carcinogenic bad as asbestos, smoking, and now bacon. And I said because I was looking at what you know right. the stuff or you know the sun. <laughs> so basically, use in moderation.
1: Yes, the well, sun. That that was a slow pitch to you. Right, <laughs> I mean that wasn't me arguing. That was yeah. a slow pitch, and you hit it. You yeah. know, you did what I wanted you to do,
0: and then I also responded. And of course, alcohol, <laughs> right out there. Well, uh, well yeah.
1: I hope you appreciated that I, I may not have yeah. understood that it was equal to sun exposure, but I knew it was you, in the you ballpark. You knew you were teaming up for something yeah. of of alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. So when I tweeted that, I had no intention of. Uh, Never having bacon again. Yeah, no, absolutely, no,
0: (laughs) no. And I knew that. I knew that. Um, But I did clarify. uh, You know, I just continued because let let's see what the who says. Who says the who?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Doctor Who. (sighs) Doctor Who. Uh, Air.
0: Air. Air. The stuff we breathe. Class 1 carcinogen. Sun. Class 1 carcinogen. What they described as bacon. So bacon is a class 1. Air is a class 1. Sun is a... Good luck Good luck getting those out of your life. Aloe vera is a class 2B carcinogen. Wine and coffee. 1 and 2B. Grilled food. 2A. Uh... Jamie Barlow said uh, so if I let my he was kind of playing along Mm -hmm. so if I let my beer get light struck it quadruples my risk of getting cancer dash guy who's not good at extrapolation (laughs) (laughs) and I said only if you're breathing air at the time
1: (laughs) I I like Dave was Dave Morton who sent the, the other tweet where he did the proverb thing like Guys asked the, chi- the the Chinese master or whatever, if I if I don't drink and smoke, will I live to be a hundred and the master was right, yeah. it'll sure feel like it.
0: <laughs> yes, exactly, yes. That was Dave. So yeah. Uh air and the sun. Which
1: you would not do very there, well. There's without. no classification on air? Like diesel Cla- fumes or class one. No no but like like it just says air. Three letters. A I R. That's R. That's all it says. It doesn't say like air in like an industrial zone with diesel particulate or anything like that. I I don't know. Okay. The article I read, which was not like the
0: whose list of stuff, but the article I read Mm -hmm. said in the same class as air, the sun. Okay. So, I mean,
1: I think. There's got to be some more qualifications there. It's got to be air at the you know um Los Angeles port port of Los Angeles something.
0: I don't know I mean if you were to get into the scientific merits right I mean there there is a certain amount of danger from a banana or a Brazil nut because they're radioactive to to a larger extent than background so <laughs> all all of these things are potentially carcinogenic that was you know sort of my whole point behind So
1: you said level one, level two A, two B. Like, do you know how many levels there are? I don't. I know level
0: one is the worst. Level one's the worst.
1: So, like, plutonium and bacon are on the same level. They they don't they don't feel a need to differentiate. I don't
0: think who feels a need to put plutonium on the list. I think it would be like negative eighteen. But don't you think there should
1: be better differentiation between ultraviolet rays and I, I think the
0: whose list is stuff you're normally exposed to. Mm-hmm. And that's their point. As opposed to... But if
1: everything's on the list, then what good is the list?
0: Well, that's the point. That's why
1: Plutonium's not on the list. No, no, but if, like, if they feel that bacon is, as, is in the same category as asbestos, huh. it seems like the list is not... There should be more levels of discerning, well, of discernment there. Well, I mean, there. what
0: they're saying is continued, constant exposure.
1: If, if you eat two packs of bacon a day? Two is as as, It's as bad as cigarettes? Yeah. Two packs of cigarettes is equal yeah. to two packs of bacon? If you
0: were to constantly eat bacon to the point where that was all you were doing... You're
1: going to die from coronary heart disease before cancer.
0: Very likely. Yes. But if is, you
1: don't, cancer's going to get you.
0: And I would say that that is probably the answer to every single question about your own if mortality. You don't, if, if you, you don't, don't die, die of old of age, X, cancer is get. going to get you. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> uh, let's not get in a tissy about the fact that we die. It happens.
1: It's going to stop happening someday.
0: Uh, Only when we stop being made of hamburger. And then we'll be so radically different. Would it really be us?
1: Well, So what stock do you take in those claims that the first person that's going to be to live to be practically immortal, you know, hundreds of years, is alive today?
0: What stock do I take in that? The exact amount of stock I I take in
1: Bitcoin. Okay. Alright. So you don't think it's gonna happen in the next seventy years? No.
0: No, we don't understand A how the brain works and B how computers relate to anything like how the brain works.
1: I think they're talking more, more about bio biologically All right. repairing. We don't
0: understand how trees work.
1: Okay. I mean I, I think that's the claim is more around stopping aging than it is around we don't really understand matrix.
0: how telomeres work. I mean, you know, that's what everything... Oh, the key is the telomeres, right? We don't really understand how that works. I mean,
1: they're a component. Have you happened to... So, I, I will, a bunch of the new series, is, I've I've kind of, like, downloaded the pilot a couple others. I've been slowly working through them. Have you seen um, Limitless yet? Nope. It, it's decent,
0: how many? I know is was at, at least like two. Bradley Cooper's in, right?
1: Yeah, Bradley Cooper's in, yeah. Occasionally cameos, he used cameos. So Limitless is. Based uh, on the movie. Oh, there's a movie?
0: That's That was the Bradley Cooper movie, yeah. Oh. With Bradley Cooper and. Uh, I know
1: not of such movie that you speak.
0: And Bobby De Niro. Bobby De Niro was in it too, oh, I believe. Okay.
1: Uh, that's one of the better shows. I've seen... So, uh, if you've seen the movie, the plot's probably similar. There's a drug that unlocks your brain. Right. And when you're on the drug, uh, your super brain guy mm-hmm. can solve... You can right. solve anything, right? It's,
0: it's Sherlock Holmes via a drug. Is what I'm guessing yeah. the premise of the, of the show is. It's sort it, of it's, procedural in its, in its context, yeah, and but. it's... Sherlock Holmes. So,
1: yeah, I I guess the main part is because, you know, he's working with the FBI, Mm -hmm. so he's helping serve crimes. But, like, he's also, like, the reason this came up is because you mentioned telomeres and because he had a few moments when he was on the drug that he talked to some guy and gave him some tips about telomeres, and now he has a mouse that's, like, seven standard deviations, living longer type thing, you know, like, that kind of thing. so, So he's, like, he's... Contributing to science too while he's doing right, this well,
0: thing. A good procedural will not just focus. Yeah. I mean, that's and that's why I like uh, Elementary because and you, have, you know you watch it or you, know, you didn't like yeah. it, but I like it because it takes the procedural elements, but it also it surrounds them with a sort of more overall kind of story. So it. it I would. I mean, so I, sort of f- so I would
1: suggest you you give. I, I might I them, may just give it two or three episodes and and see what you think. I I'm not saying you're gonna like. It. I'm not saying it's Mr. Robot. But I, I, mm-hmm. out of the crop of network TV that's out, it's hands down the best thing I've come across of right. new shows.
0: All right. Well, I will uh, consider it.
1: Um, on the other hand, uh, well, actually, it's not the worst shows, but like a, a, a show that could be good, but it's not good is Quantico. I I've,
0: All I've seen from Quantico is I've seen some talk about it on some shows, and I've seen some pictures of this beautiful woman. There's a lot of beautiful women. Well, but like the main character, the main
1: character who's getting framed is is pretty beautiful. Yeah,
0: beautiful woman, absolutely beautiful in like these harsh, community know, of wearing the, you know, combat fatigues yeah. and situations, and she just looks like immaculately beautiful. Yeah, and I'm just like, and that, but, that, so that the, just the crazy the crazy out. thing
1: about Quantico, the thing that drives me, she has me wonderful nuts. hair. Oh yeah, and yeah.
0: and and makeup. The everything. thing that
1: drives me nuts is so the story is about a class of recruits, and. Everybody has a secret. Everybody is a spy, or being coerced, or is a mole, or something. And I think I think what they want you to do is like keep you guessing, like you don't know who the bad guy really yeah, is. This is this is oh, yeah, what's your yeah. name? What's your name? I don't know. You need to look at a bunch of more pictures from the show because there's like six hot girls. Priyanka
0: in. Chopra is that she plays Alex Parrish? Yeah, yeah, she's yeah. the main character.
1: She is. I mean, she is beautiful. She's. She's 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 gorgeous. good. There's, there's better. She's gorgeous. There's probably better on the show. No, but. Still,
0: I, it, it, the only mm. pictures I've seen yeah. are her just looking amazing.
1: But there's like everybody has a skeleton in their closet, and you don't know which. Like, it's like too much. <laughs> it's too many skeletons and too many closets. <laughs> you, you want?
0: I want at least a straightforward character. Right? You want just
1: <laughs> nobody? Give me an archetype. The the yeah. the, the person yeah. who's running the Quantico training. She. Is in on something, the guy who's running the cadets, he has a skeletons from his past. Then, like, all the recruits, like, there's this one guy, he, like, skeletons, skeletons, yeah, skeletons. And it's just, in, it's too many skeletons, and the show sucks because of it. <laughs> so, the issue I have with, with
0: skeletons is not that it's not true, in a sense, that everybody has skeletons in their closet, right? Everybody who's a person has skeletons in their closet. But what people's skeletons usually are is, I take the motor oil from my car and I pour it down the drain instead of taking it to the top. No, these, I, these are class yeah. A skeletons. <laughs> the the one
1: dude, you know, he's a Jew who yeah. spent time in Palestine, <gasps> and, and but he didn't get into Palestine legally, you know. And then there's, uh, oh, he's also gay, and then but he's the first openly gay agent in the FBI, and well, so that actually gives him a head up
0: a leg up as opposed to yeah. a leg down. And
1: then there's this Arab girl who hasn't had a job, but then it's revealed that they are identical twins and there's two of them and <sighs> and but and the the person who runs Quantico has a hand picked mission for twins. So there's nobody who is
0: like uh, I've worn the same
1: underwear for 3 days. <laughs> <laughs> and they, but there there are all these uh like the FBI fucking sucks at recruiting. they didn't catch like all this bullshit (laughs) everyone has like obvious bullshit
0: well i mean look at the people who they're choosing they're they're obviously choosing based on attractiveness like Mm -hmm. you said everyone's attractive
1: oh yeah (laughs) except for the computer nerd and he got washed out so and he's pretty attractive for a computer nerd the um (laughs) have you been have you seen any of the new muppets I did see the. Saw I tweet. saw
0: the, the tweet, the Vine you sent. Yes, yeah, I did. which was the, um, which was funny.
1: Kermit drinking beer, talking about pumpkin spice. Speaking beer. of
0: pumpkin spice, yeah. I thought it, I, I thought it made for <laughs> made for a good show.
1: The um, the only other thing I want to mention about that is they have a new Muppet character called Chip. He's the IT guy on the show, and he's really antisocial, creepy. He's like, oh, what did he like? Well, actually, he's he's presenting as Asperger's because he's like when I'm told people are talking at me that I need to pay attention and talk back, you know. Like. <laughs> so it's more it's kind of an Abed-like but, character. But when he blinks, only his retinas blink. <laughs> 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 it's you gotta you should. Should the, I? Should no, I? No, no, no. You should go on YouTube and just look for a scene of Chip. Okay. From the Muppets, okay. you shouldn't watch an episode. You should just see a scene of this Muppet. It, it is. Especially I, I, how the retina's blink. I will do
0: that. I will, I will look for Chip the Muppets. Um.
1: <clears throat> okay. Uh. Man, this Hardywood is fucking awesome. It is. It
0: is very good. I need to find this ditty that I have
1: somewhere. Greg explains his ditties. <laughs> <laughs> while you're doing that I'm gonna yeah, pause. I got oh, you got it I was gonna say we could pull up Amazon Anonymous and do all that fun stuff That yeah, we'll do it later you got it okay right. it's a little hard to follow that's Greg explains his tweets
0: so I, I tweeted while I was in Seattle I tweeted a whole bunch of beers first of all um The tap house was right next door to the Sheraton where I was staying. So, and they was a nice
1: list you showed me.
0: Yeah, they had. uh, Let me see if I can show you the picture of the taps. They curved around. They had something like four hundred (laughs) and eighty drafts. Something like one hundred and sixty. It was it was impressive, to say the least. It was more than the place in Denver.
1: I, I wonder. I wonder what the record is for most taps. I wonder too. For, for a, re- a respectable place.
0: Yeah, because I mean the important thing about this was not only were it was there X many taps and you can see how it, they sort of it curved around.
1: Oh, that's cool. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh they were clean. Mhm. You know. Uh, they were definitely clean. So God, I tried God, hope so. Yeah. So I tried to I, I tried to try stuff that I would not get elsewhere. I tried to try local stuff so sound Humulo Nimbus double ipa was what the guy recommended to me that was and i was like all right oh right, yeah i'll take what you recommend
1: lots of simco right buddy yeah it, <laughs>
0: was, it was simco and Citra, like i said maybe chinook uh it was basically all right i yeah okay so now i know where you're coming from in terms of recommending me i'm gonna look at the, at the beer selection and see what else is going on not that that guy would have been wrong in other cases. Mm-hmm. He didn't know he was talking to me, and my tastes are probably different from a, sure. lot, a lot of other people who come to the bar. Uh, the first thing I tried was an ESB, which I thought was great. Which uh, one was Bellevue's it? Bellevue's ESB, the first time right, I tried okay. after that. Yeah. It made me realize what an ESB was, which I hadn't really realized before because I had Fuller's, and Fuller's was kind of in my in my head as sort of the prototypical ESB. Mm-hmm. Although Fuller's is a little bit, now I am realizing a little too malt-forward in okay. what I'm thinking an ESB now should be, because I thought the Bellevue was pretty much perfect. Uh, my idea is, okay, so in the same way that a a pale ale, the ideal pale ale, is not really super hoppy, it's, it's accentuating the hops over the malt. It's trying mm-hmm. to stay balanced, but pushing more towards the hop end sure. than the malt end. The ESB is the opposite. You're... Trying to find a good balance, but you're accentuating a little bit more of the malt than you are the hops. Right. Taken that way, this Bellevue USB was like perfect. Slam on. I got more hop I got more malt than I got hops. I was able to taste the hops, was able to counter the bitterness mm-hmm. of the beer, but the malt was more expressive than the hops were without them both being, you know, one dominating over the other. Awesome. So, I mean, yeah, when, when a beer teaches me something, that's a good beer.
1: <laughs> I had it basically this... redefined the style for you, right?
0: Yeah, I think it really did. It, it, it redefined what I'm expecting out of the style now when I have an ESB. Uh, this was an Ahi Poke Tower that they served. Uh, poke is, is a sort of, it's, it's around that area and in Hawaii and other places mm-hmm. and uh, Louisiana. It's basically tuna with a little bit of uh, cayenne pepper and um, some other maybe a little bit of uh, of mayo or similar oil in there mm-hmm. uh, and this was on top of avocado uh, I said it was more of a duplex in a tower <laughs> 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 but so it's was, it was kind of like a
1: tartar type thing kind,
0: yeah I mean it, it is you know it, it's it's fresh tuna uh, it's but obviously you said oils and things like yeah, that yeah so, yeah. Yeah. so it, it kind of a yeah kind of a carpaccio more um like I said, there, there's uh, chili pepper and stuff in there. So it mm-hmm. so it adds more spice to it. it it's, um, which I think you probably would need to do in tuna. You need to at least, whether it's soy or whether it's cayenne or whether it's something else, you, you need to bring something else to the tuna to liven it up. Right. Ginger would work too. Just something to, just like in a tartare, you use, you know, capers and you use salt mm-hmm. and. Right. Um, I mean, you always use salt, but I mean, you use capers and you use uh, other things to to bring out this flavor. So, yeah, really well done. Uh, then let's see, Big Owl. Big Owl was their time cap. Their time capsule was their wild okay. style. Their wild f- phrase. Like I said, it was sort of a mild wild. Mm-hmm. It was. It wasn't really that wild. It was just slightly tart, uh, a little bit of tang, a little bit of farmhouse. Um, uh, it was nice. It was not the kind of intricate I can They leave the, the
1: uh, soda dispenser there on the bar for you. <laughs> you just grab the soda dispenser, top off, whatever you wanted.
0: I, I suppose I could have. I think the perspective is a little off.
1: Okay. Yeah, it looks like the soda dispenser is yeah. like right behind his yeah. glass.
0: Um, And then you know this one, you can see the same thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It may have been that close. I think it was more the way I was shot, shooting it. Okay. Uh, so yeah, the Crux uh, Fermentation Project. Mm-hmm. They have their outcasts, and that was like, oh, galaxy. Oh yeah, good. Yeah. Oh
1: yeah, awesome, awesome.
0: Okay. Uh, then there was something to the conference. I, I I meant to tweet. I meant to actually go up to them because they had a they had a booth. I never got
1: around to it. Who EMC
0: EMC squared?
1: Oh.
0: And I said, you know, that's uh, if you if you apply that equation, you're going to get a lot of wrong answers. Well, there's no, there's no equal sign. But I mean, you you put the c squared on the side of the, you put the e on the side of the m c. It's, <laughs> it's wrong. There's a there's an equal sign in there. It's important.
1: So, it just means two c's. The EMC or the initials of the three founders, uh-huh. and then the second c stands for company.
0: Okay, but still, you're putting a squared there. You're making me think of it like an equation.
1: Okay. I I know where you're coming from. I you would not found anyone in the booth who would have got it. Um,
0: uh, <laughs> um there was a guy who responded to us called Corn of Awesome, and so I I, I took this vine.
1: Or yeah, I or yeah, took this Commander of Awesome. Commander,
0: it was Com of Awesome, and when I saw it, I saw Corn because I didn't I didn't see, <laughs> the first thing I thought was was Corn so yeah so there's uh, we're not so different we're both corn of action yeah but one of us <sighs> is boring
1: uh intergalactic TV
0: well that that was my or interdimensional response TV to him so that was him saying you know cashing on some episodes today can we please knock it off with sessionable ABV debate we know what Greg thinks and I said no <laughs> <laughs> And I am one hundred percent supportive of that. No, <laughs> we can't.
1: No, I definitely. do like the idea of going meta on it. I mean, I would we'll just argue about arguing about it.
0: <laughs> but it's like, but but seriously, I mean, to me, no, that that's that's important. This is something I. That's important. That's not. That's not something. That- a, yes. <laughs> Yes. No. The, the idea that session beers
1: should be creeping down over America like maple syrup. Line from Canadian bacon. Okay. Uh, <laughs> In Canadian bacon, uh-huh. uh, Alan Alda was a president, and it just, for, it was, for some, that some was, reason they want to do some fear mongering about Canada. John, John Candy. John Candy and Rhea Perlman, Alan Alda.
0: Did Michael Moore have anything to do with that? I don't
1: think so. I, don't know.
0: I thought he may have, like, wrote it or something.
1: Maybe. Uh, I, I doubt it. I mean, that was years before I ever heard of that yeah. asshole. Um, but maybe he was a no-name asshole writing the movie. But, so, the president, Alan Alda... Yeah, commissioned, directed
0: and written by Michael Moore.
1: Huh. They uh, commissioned, you know, some smear campaign about Canada. And you know it was this, this fear-mongering about something bad about canada like maple syrup dripping down across the united states
0: okay so what's interesting to me so that's that's 1995 the definitive canada movie canada attacking america is as far as i'm concerned south park bigger longer and uncut <laughs> that that made that made the absolute that got the absolute right level of satire and humor out of it which was to to make it as so ridiculous that canadians themselves had their flapping heads Mm -hmm. and everything was square i mean like making it be because the idea is so absurd making something so absurd was was easier I mean, this—it's—it's it's more of a language barrier, and not even like a—it's—it's it's more of an accent barrier <laughs> than anything else, right. and like a slightly different thing in, in what they're talking about. But they <laughs> South Park made it so Canada was a completely different, like mm-hmm. a completely different species of human. <laughs> I hear you. Uh, so yeah, th- I, I remember seeing Canadian Bacon. I'm not saying it's it a good funny. movie.
1: I was just quoting one line because you were talking about like if we don't fight to the session beers and the session beers will corrupt America.
0: I did not say that at all.
1: You don't <laughs> fight the high alcohol session beers. No,
0: I said this is not something. You said something, it was important. I said it's important. I said it's not something I will stop talking about. I didn't <laughs> say it will corrupt America.
1: What else is important, man? Got put up walls.
0: I. It's not important because I think it will corrupt stuff. Everything gets corrupted. I'm not... I'm a realist. I understand this shit happens. It's important because distinctions are vital in how we understand the world. If we stop considering distinctions, then we're losing something. Okay. Okay. That that You may not agree, that's a perspective I have that's borne by a lot of other things. But the more I study, the more I learn about everything, the more I feel Peter Bucard is wrong. To put it in one way. Really? Huh. Understanding the differences between things is the lifeblood of our understanding of the world.
1: Well, he's not against understanding the difference between things he's against classifying things that or pigeonholing things the It'll only way a, to understand the way only
0: to way to understand things differently is to classify them you can't understand things differently without classifying them okay alright more tweets let's see so, yeah, so I, I said, it's been fun, Seattle. I look forward to being here again. I absolutely believe that. I think it's true. One thing I discussed with, uh, I believe it was John, uh, I, we talked about the possibility of me coming back to Seattle because I was like, man, I love this city. He's like, you should come for Seattle Beer Week. And I was like, no, I mean, we've done Philly Beer Week. And I said, what? or Jeff did Philly Beer Week, and you know, we do GABF. And I thought, you know what? I thought, because I did talk about how I thought the GAPF was too big, too 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 much for me. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, it didn't have the kind, it wasn't the event that I enjoyed nearly as much as the other events. And I thought, what might be interesting and I think I did this in the video to you, we mentioned something about this, but I thought what might be interesting is if instead of a GABF trip in, in two years, we went to a beer week somewhere. Yeah a Seattle Beer Week or a Portland Beer Week or something like that. And, and I mean,
1: so... We've, I've been to Denver four times. Mm-hmm. Or is it five? Four times. I wouldn't be opposed to spending a week in Portland or San Diego. Austin. See, I mean, Seattle would work again. But, you know, like... One of those places... I mean, think about how. I mean, you
0: know, the GABF is big, but we've. Done I, I
1: know, that. I know, I hear you. I, I definitely hear what you're saying, and I like the idea. I think I can use. We can use my travel allowance
0: mm-hmm.
1: to hit up four days in a city.
0: It'll be even cheaper than GABF. Yes, probably. Yeah. Well, the
1: hotel would be cheaper. We could line up.
0: Events to go to? Well, we
1: could line. I'm I'm not even so much worried about beer weeks. Beer weeks? Yes, no. I'm kind of indifferent on the beer week part of it, but you know, we love having guest hosts, right? We'll come to you.
0: That's true. We could do a city trip. We could just do crappy radio explores this city.
1: Well, we could explore the city. I mean, if we want to do, if we want to take the easy road, we do guest host shows. We could do two a day, three a day, you know. I mean, we could do whatever. True. But um,
0: I would not be... If I we guess did those that, shows
1: are the easy way to do the content for the show.
0: If, if we did that, to if, if we were to, to, to go to cities and do two, three shows a day... Well, well three sounds a little hairy. Three sounds but. a little hairy. But still, I would I would say when we do that, we would adopt, for that period of time, a sort of nerdish schedule where we would release a couple shows. We wouldn't sure hold them out like no. for five weeks we no. you know yeah we still want to keep up doing the no sure but I,
1: I like this idea i like this idea of um yeah
0: we've I, done I, the events right we've done those now let's get into what our show is really about which is trying new things exploring new stuff
1: it'll be so much more casual yeah it At GABF, it is so hard to do what we want to do. Right. I love your idea. I do. I think it's an awesome idea. I think we need to do it. I think we need to move on that idea. I have
0: to thank Seattle. I have to thank Toby and John for pushing me in this direction. But, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm a little indifferent on whether it's beer week or not. I, I kind of actually like the idea of not being beer week.
0: That could work, too. I mean, hey, that just makes it cheaper.
1: It, well, it it, it, it gives, makes it so it's more less, intimate. It's more intimate.
0: It's ma- it's more intimate. It makes it so sort of it it's not as easy to get ourselves into events, right? I mean, because we could use our credentials and stuff to get ourselves into events and things in a beer week. But, but which is the advantage? That's the advantage. Uh, but we could use our credentials I, to get ourselves.
1: I would rather have an intimate experience with a brewer and doing a guest host show or something like that than using our credentials to get into four free beer fests.
0: Sure, sure. I I agree, but I'm not saying every event is not necessarily a beer fest. No,
1: but, yeah. but you know what I'm yeah, saying.
0: I do know what you're saying,
1: yeah. And the brewer's going to be busy. They're not going to have time...
0: We have the, the advantage of the Beer Weeks is the same advantage that we have in going to one of these beer fed, to going to GABF or whatever, which is we don't have to do as much work. A lot of the work in terms of procuring events for us has already been done.
1: Yeah. The risk is we get lazy and just imbibe and not create content.
0: That's always a risk.
1: It, 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 it's happened too often for yeah, I don't like the idea. But yeah. I, I don't like the idea as much.
0: I don't necessarily think I'm know, game either way. I've mentioned, just, I've mentioned that I don't think our trip to GABF was about creating content, not necessarily creating content there. Right. It's about creating content in our brains, creating content in, in our minds and ideas of which to approach a show and things to talk about. Um, it was about informing people about what's out there it was not about getting interviews and and, and right. throwing them up i mean that's an aspect of it but it wasn't that wasn't the point the point was experience and to help ourselves get a better understanding of what's going on so we can present a better understanding to people who listen to us yeah,
1: it's a tough balance because the brewers association wants some coverage right you know and, and... The, you know, when you apply, you have to provide the kind of coverage you normally do. You know that kind of thing. There's a questionnaire you have to fill out. Um, I, mean, I think we covered this GABF. I, I, well you know, enough.
0: that questionnaire gets you in the door. We are already in the door with the Brutus issue. They know who we are. They know what we do. There's not yeah. a question about us being I, supportive. I,
1: don't, I I definitely do not want to come across. Oh my God, these guys have freeloaded five years in a row. <laughs>
0: That they haven't. We, I, I do think that we do an important, I don't know if it's super important, but we provide a service that they're happy with. Right. Regardless of whether I, I we do just, interviews, or you not. know, I mean, my per- just because we're, we aren't the show that does interviews, we're not that show. Right. They I mean, have those shows; they exist.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know my personality, right? I, I want to provide the best. Yeah,
0: no, I, and I get it. I totally product. do get it. You know and my personality. I want to try to convince you that it's yeah. not necessary to do that if yeah. we can do yeah. this and have, and not sure and be better. No, but than I, that.
1: I do love this idea, and I do think that in a year or two. When we do our next big beer trip, instead of going to Denver again and doing more or less the same thing, we do it off schedule or at a beer week and go to one of these cities on my hit list. Yeah. Which Portland was probably the target at this point.
0: I could do a Portland. (laughs) I would love to do, what, like... 4 days in Portland or whatever it would be. 4, you know, 4 days and 5 nights probably because we land, have a night out and
1: Yeah, something like that. Yeah. You know, my complicated my schedule might be more complicated. I might have to um, Heather might want to come out for a few days like at the end of the trip or the beginning sure. of the trip or something, but uh, <laughs> I have
0: no problem with Heather coming along and joining us. I I've wanted yeah. her on the show for the longest time. Yeah. I mean, she, I think she'd be fun on the show. I think she'd, be, she'd add an interesting voice. Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, she's drinking beer now, for sure. She's just too self-conscious and, you know. Um, yeah, self-conscious, I guess, is the main thing to be on the show, to let. But uh,
0: Well, I mean, tell her that I think she'd be great on the show. I think she'd add a voice that we're missing.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll try. I'll mention it to her. But, uh, yeah, I love the idea. It's like this Austin. Well, you know, we just had the Cooperstown weekend where we threw the kids at the grandparents uh-huh. for the weekend. If only this Austin trip had presented itself early enough to cancel, the, we yeah. would have we would have canceled the Cooperstown trip and done. Yeah, and well, Heather, then we wouldn't
0: have gotten the three foot tall. Well, no, I wouldn't have ball. got the churro of <laughs>
1: but and, and I'm not regretting anything. But if the opportunity had presented itself, hell, Heather and I would have flown down early. Mm-hmm. Spent the weekend. We went out Friday. Spent the weekend in Austin. She probably would have flown home Sunday night. Oh, I would have stayed.
0: That. Imagine if we could do something like that. Like, you know, if she doesn't want to participate, you could have the weekend there and I could fly in on like Monday and then trade off. Yeah. Tag team. Yeah. You guys
1: are going to tag team me. Yeah. But yeah, she like that. That's what we were trying So that around.
0: would mean like for the first three days, you do the fucking unit for the second three days. I'm fucking you in the butt. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if you must <laughs> bring good lube. It's
0: part of the deal. I, uh, I know. I knew last time was, was bad. I saw
1: yeah. that. Uh-huh. The, uh, but that's what we're thinking about. Austin's awesome. like, can we do this? Like, Oh, we just used up all our credits for our grandparents watching the kids. But yeah, it would have been awesome to have like fly out Friday have a weekend with Heather and Austin, and then you know Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, workish type stuff. And but timing was just yeah, this much off. Week,
0: just a couple of days. But I mean, if, if I, I think if we do that, I mean, I, what I found most important was was weirdly enough having something else to do in the, in the day uh, in Seattle because I, I had that I was busy with that during the day, and then at night. It was like vacation time. For some reason, mm. that aspect, I felt more free to just. Although, let me put it this way. That's maybe not, not a good point. Because, all right, here, here's my thinking on this. Because we've had this when we went to Saver, we've had this when we went, you know, the GABF when we when we get there, there's kind of expectation on both of our heads that we're going to be doing things together, and then we realize that we don't necessarily want to do the same things all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so maybe the better idea is to in some sense <clears throat> plan half the day <coughs> and then the other half of the day we do whatever we want. And if we want to do the same thing, that's great. If not, we just go our separate ways and enjoy ourselves. That way we... We we don't feel this obligation to be with each other the whole time.
1: I mean, we've been together for so long that I feel that we did a pretty good job at.
0: I think so too. I, I
1: mean, I mean, I, I've come to expect. I mean, the the only last time you really pissed me off with the, you know it was like when I was waiting for you at Saver last year uh-huh. when you were feeling ill. I had this like I wanted to go to this soul food place. And I like waited like an hour and a half, and then you're like you canceled last minute, and it's like motherfucker, you know. So uh, you know that was the last time I was frustrated. But uh, you know, I I think we've come to an agreement that we'll work out our expectations early, and I will not, um, you know, like put off something. Mm-hmm. You know, and wait for you know uh, it will bring it up ahead of time and right, and make yeah. sure you cancel or it's, not early so, enough i
0: mean the, the situation you know the situation is we don't want to get into a situation where it's you leaving me and saber, which was the first night, but I don't want to get in a situation where I'm bailing on you when you want to go to this food restaurant to this restaurant, so we want to have both we have it both ways, and that's like all right here's my plan all right here's my plan you want to comp- right. you want to work the plans together, nah all right. Or uh, yeah, let's do it.
1: Yeah, I I think we've we've gotten there. Yeah. But uh <laughs> We had to each wrong each other in I a certain was, way. I was I was <laughs> that night I left you at Saber, I was just I was too drunk. <laughs> sure, no I, I did not even realize that I had like oh man And the night that I was sick
0: <laughs> or that day that I was sick <laughs> I I could not get out of bed. I was not feeling,
1: and I it wasn't that I it wasn't that I wanted to piss you off. Well, but the night I left you, it wasn't like I chose to be inconsiderate. I know. I didn't even realize what I had done until like afterwards like, "Oh, fuck."
0: <laughs> All right, let's see what else any other tweets that I had. Um we we there was some st- stuff going on because uh, after I did a tweet of uh the goza at um uh blah blah blah,
1: blah. black raven right
0: no Rubens brew oh Rubens
1: did the goza you uh, sent me that yeah that, yeah. that uh, rub it in your face tweet you <laughs> or tweet diddy.
0: yeah you, well, that's right you, you you sent me a tweet earlier saying, how come we didn't diddy any of those reviews, and so I was like, <laughs> all right, so I did the goza and then I did one. <laughs> And it was really silly. Uh, and so then I, I got around to, um, I, I didn't, uh, I was so involved with, with, with uh, sort of immediately involved in conversation with John that uh, we never, uh, I never got to diddy any of the uh, stuff, even though we didn't do a, a video specifically for you. But then, mm-hmm. yeah, Black Raven Brew, I, I tweeted their their. Kierweiss and then I did a thing and I told I him apologize to Black Raven that it was doing it but they appreciated it they later right. commented on how much they loved it so that was great and you responded like with, with a diddy saying haha we're Korean Monkey and then I said haha you can't taste this porter so <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs>
1: You don't know how hard it was to find a picture of a monkey that night when I was getting the monkey one? <laughs> like I was looking for a monkey stuffed animal. They're all over the fucking place. Uh-huh. I couldn't find one. I did want to go in Allie's room to uh, like grab a... So I'm like, oh, I got this kid's encyclopedia that I know there's a monkey picture in there. Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, like why can't I find a monkey stuffed animal? I'm you just go to
0: Google and go, you know, I monkey.
1: Oh, I just want to find the real thing. I was in the playroom <laughs> looking for a monkey stuffed animal. And I knew the encyclopedia was right there in the yeah, same room, yeah. so... Uh, the, um, my shaming on Amazon Anonymous, uh... Oh, really? paid has, off. Has it worked? <laughs> it, it did work. Uh, the last 30 days is what I'm looking at, and thank you, everybody, for your generosity of using craftyourradio.com slash Amazon. I don't know what to pick. I'm going to pick something that I never really considered much before. I guess 30 is a little long. Some of these we looked at already. Um... Where'd that go? Someone bought a Sony STR DN850 7.2 channel 4K AV receiver. So, you know, with these 4K TV things coming out for your Xbox and stuff, you're going to have to upgrade your receiver because, you know.
0: That was my dad, probably.
1: 480p and 1080p. I know my dad wanted
0: to buy a new receiver and he said he was going to buy it through are like awesome so
1: so he bought the sony it's very sleek looking has two big knobs and he wanted to buy a sony because it would
0: be compatible with the projector which the other one was a a different one so okay I'm very much convinced this is my dad not 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 certain (laughs) right but this looks like exactly what 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 he he was looking to buy yeah
1: Did you tell him to get 4K? Does he have 4K video sources? I did not tell him to get
0: 4K, and as far as I know, he does not have 4K video resources, nor does he have a projector that can do 4K. So I would not have told him to do 4K. I would, in fact, have told him that he would not need 4K. Uh, But he has a a guy, his name is Wanderson, that's his name, uh, who sells him audio equipment and likes to sell him the high-end tech stuff. And my dad likes. So you got it. a quote from
1: Wanderson, but bought it on Amazon.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, he told Wanderson to buy it. Oh, I, no. Maybe through the, or he bought it. He bought, Wanderson oh. gave him options, okay. and he bought it. So Wanderson would install it. Okay. Um. But yeah. So what, what I'm guessing is Wanderson gave him the options of of the, the like the highest tech shit out there, and uh, this is what my dad bought.
1: Does your dad have ne- use Netflix? Uh, yes. So, I mean, he can get 4K content, he yes. just needs to upgrade his projector. Device.
0: I do not believe the projector has, which
1: is a 3D projector. So, I guess 3D is going to make a comeback with gaming now? Well, no. The, the TVs and stuff, though, it looks like they're starting to use they that. They
0: still have some TVs, but mostly I think the gaming, the 3D stuff, is going to be confined to virtual reality
1: headsets. Oh, you think? I, I saw some buzz recently about people are finally able to use the 3D TVs and projectors for gaming.
0: That's the only place where it doesn't cost a lot to add. Games are yeah. already done in three D spaces, so yeah. so adding that to an engine really is not that mm. costly.
1: You gotta add. You gotta double the rendering.
0: You have to double the rendering, but that's like you said on the TV side. I said, I mean, video oh. cards can already do that. You might have to half the resolution or something, or or, mm-hmm. or do some other tricks, and not necessarily half. Right. Uh, you might have to do some re- tricks with the resolution. Um, or with the anti-aliasing or something like that, but there's ways to cover that cost, and and you know game consoles are more and more powerful. They're pretty powerful right now. The the, the highest end stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you have right now a a Wii. Right? That's your most powerful. No, I have a three sixty. Uh the three sixty. I mean, okay, that, 360. that is not the most that is not nearly the most powerful. No, console it's,
1: it's it's not a Wii. It's
0: No, yeah. it's more powerful than a Wii, but I mean it is a uh eight year old console. Sure. Uh the the newest ones are powerful enough to do I don't know about four K, but they are certainly powerful enough to do ten twenty four
1: mm-hmm. uh P in three D. Why does a receiver need built in Wi Fi? That I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's AirPlay compatible or something. I mean, Bluetooth, I could see for Bluetooth, you know, like having your iPhone play Pandora into your. Um, and maybe the Wi Fi is for AirPlay.
0: I don't. My dad doesn't listen to Pandora. I don't know why. Oh, it does
1: DLNA. So it's kind of like a media uh, player. So he could, if he had a big, you know, media library network. But I'm saying this Sony receiver does DLNA. So it could, yeah. It could play off of his media store.
0: Now, in theory, if he he
1: could, oh, it does do AirPlay, so he can uh, he can turn on Pandora on his iPhone and send it to the receiver.
0: Okay, that's something that he may be able to do. Then
1: make sure he knows about it. Yeah,
0: I, I doubt he does.
1: You should be like, "Hey, Dad, I, I saw you bought a new Sony receiver."
0: Uh, again, that's assuming that he is the one who purchased this. But just, I mean, just it, pretend you know. It it really does fit into the uh, the. the the exactly what my dad was looking for, which mm-hmm. is a high end Sony receiver. That he always the reason why he bought the three D projector was not because he necessarily thought I'm gonna watch something three D. He thought things are moving in the three D direction, so I might as well buy something that's compatible with that. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh so it makes sense things are moving in the four K projection uh in the four K uh projection right direction, so I, sh- I should be compatible with that. So, I mean, he knows that he's going to have to replace his projector at some point. Right. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, So I'm going to do the thing right under it, which is a strip of 5GP high voltage 12 volt a twenty three twenty three ae batteries.
1: These are 12 volt batteries. I'm not sure what you'd use them for. Whoa, so so GP is kind of like the kind of comes in the stuff that you buy, like that, don't last very long, right? Um, wow, so they look like triple A's, but they're longer, they're A23's, which I don't know of. Oh, oh, they're bigger. I'm sorry, the the shine from the lights, I thought there was two, I thought the dark. I thought so. Like, if you look at this picture here, this oh, here, yeah, 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 it, it looks, looks like, like there's two, right? And it may but,
0: be, it may be two. It may be, oh, well no, if
1: you look down here, it's obviously one. If you look at these ones, it's just the way, the, the way it's lit.
0: Wait a minute,
1: they're a bigger battery, they're kind of like, uh, oh, okay, I see what you're They're you mean. like a long,
0: no, it, it's still okay, yeah, the, yeah, okay, I see what you're saying.
1: They're fatter than a double yeah, A, yeah,
0: it, it's around, it's round. But if you look at the top two the, the, in this picture, the way the way light lit. is hitting the up, the top of two makes it look like there's a dip. But yeah, but but that that uh, <laughs> you you start to see you start you start to be more aware of it. You can't see in 3D, but your mm-hmm. your mind starts to picture. Oh, okay, that's just a big round battery. Yeah. Uh,
1: so it's fatter than a double yeah. A, but not a C battery. Twelve volts? That's crazy in a one cell. It probably doesn't last too long. No,
0: because I mean, in I mean, order to maintain that that current in a cell,
1: and especially being GP, I would love. Well, so what are these used for? Let's see. Good pick, Greg. By the way, because I'm genuinely curious about these.
0: Okay, this guy says I have two remote-controlled ceiling fans. Both happen to use two three A batteries not sure what makes these particular batteries so special uh but they're both hard to find and expensive in retail stores and if i finally to track these batteries down I paid 5.99 for a single battery battery albeit for an energizer name brand this is for almost 5 dollars for a pack of 5 of them that's pretty good
1: so this pretty guy pretty good deal that's this what you one can get guy from this one guy uses crispy
0: radios amazon.com
1: one person uses them in a remote-controlled outlet, another one in a remote-controlled ceiling fan. Um, i just not seen these. I'm just trying to figure out where they're commonly used. This guy uses a
0: specific remote, ar- remote control. alarm system remote. It, clear, it clearly has application in remotes. Perhaps in order to generate a large enough
1: field. I, I, I would presume they're used on the receiver side. You would presume. Like in the fam, but I don't know. Interesting. A23 batteries. Who knew? Who knew? I did not. They get good reviews. Four and a half stars. I would have thought GP batteries would be the piece of shit, mostly empty batteries.
0: So what I'm thinking of is, all right, they say it's like a remote control for fans. So that's going to be a remote control that's not used very often. Like I mean, TV remote control has to be used a lot. This is a control control. Doop, doop, doop. So you want it to be well, powerful well, enough. Fan to
1: remotes are RF and not IR, so that might have something to do with that it. That
0: might have something to do with it too. Yeah, but you want something. So okay, so maybe you just needed to generate a powerful instead of an IR signal. You just need to generate a radio signal that's powerful enough. I mean, you need a little bit more power, but you don't need as much. Yeah, of I, I
1: I don't know about the power requirements, but I mean, like my fans upstairs are remote controlled, and um, they're RF. There's a little antenna that you gotta pull out of the, the metal uh, casing a little bit, and um, remote power outlets is another one. Yeah, I, I I don't
0: know. So I guess so. My take from this, and I, and again, my take from what you're saying too, is that it's probably RF stuff that, for whatever reason, whether it's required or whether it's just better for it, uses a higher voltage battery.
1: Okay, Wikipedia says that they're a dry cell type battery mainly used in small electronic keychain radio devices such as keyless entry. Not... Oh, look at this. They opened up the Energizer. It's a bunch of coin cell batteries. Hmm. That's how they get it up to 12 volts. I'm sure, they just step it up via. Yeah. They just run them all in series. Yeah. And uh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7. They're all, eight. One,
0: they're all 1.5, so.
1: Yeah, 8. Eight coin cells in a row, so yeah, it's not going to have a ton of uh, milliwatt hours to it. It's just going to, just going to give you. It's going to give you current. It's going to give you high current, high flow. No, it's it's
0: uh, a potential. It's going to give you high potential.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's LR nine thirty two cells inside the battery, which is. um, Um, I don't know my coin cell uh, numbers off by heart, but I think that's the one that goes in my uh, insurated thermometer Interesting It's close to an n-size battery Well, there you go, that's why it's 12 volts. It's it's eight one-and-a-half volt batteries. What else do you have for me? Boy, uh, a lot, actually.
0: Uh, e- uh, oh, God, what do I want to talk about? Okay, let's talk about um, sex, baby. Let's talk about you. Well, let me ask you first, and you don't, have to, you don't have to say yes. Were there any questions related to the science stuff I was talking about that you have?
1: no okay yes what were we talking about (laughs) I was introducing you
0: to concepts sure I was not trying to go in any direction other than I mean there was an overall thing but that was really kind of facilitating just me trying to introduce concepts to you right right.
1: Uh, I don't have a clear recollection of what we most recently talked about
0: okay well that I don't care about that Do you have any questions about any of the concepts that I've presented to you? No. Okay, would you mind if I presented to you something a little bit different?
1: Go for it. I don't like that. (laughs) No, do it. (laughs) Intrigue me. (sighs) Intrigue me, though. You have to hook me. You gotta hook me. Is it good? Make sure it's good.
0: There are a couple.
1: Because if you're you're not hooking me, you're definitely not hooking the listener.
0: Uh... I think this is an important concept. Whether it's interesting or not, I don't know. Let's talk a little bit about potential and the Dirac-C.
1: Okay. Alright.
0: When Dirac made his equation, his famous equation, he saw that there was two ways to look at it. You could was, There's was a negative way and a positive way. It's like the quadratic equation, you know, plus or minus. It had two options. And if this was described in reality, this meant that reality had two options for how it built things. Uh, and this presented Dirac with the idea and the conceptualization, and eventually was shown to be the case of the positron, the anti-electron. So the question is is the anti-electron different than the electron? And according to the Agarac equation, I mean no, it's just cuz it's a plus or minus, they're both the same. So what does that mean that they're both the same if they obviously have different effects and they affect each other. You know, I mean they can smash into each other and create energy. How can they both be the same if they have this difference in charge and di- difference in charge, difference in polarity? What does that mean that they're both the same? So the conception that you have to think of is this idea of potentials. And the best way I can explain that without getting into a deep amount of stuff is to think about... Think about maybe one of these egg carton things again. These things we have behind us. These um, dimpled foam, dimpled foam. Right. So, the idea behind it is that the tops of those foam—that is the zero point. Okay. Everything underneath, everything in those dips, is a potential well. So the zero point of a field is the would be represented by if you had a straight line that connected all the dips. Now, these are <laughs> these are uh, not exactly analogous to what we're talking about with the field, but the concept is roughly the same. A potential well is a place where a, a bit of energy can be, but it's not necessarily there. So when energy is in them, it actually starts to fill a well. Now, when we think of filling, we think of it coming up to a point, right? We think of it, we think of a hole and, you know, a dip in a hole and you're filling water to fill up to a certain point. And when when the water is filled, that means it's up to the surface. But think, I want you to, to rotate that conception. And think about it more like a mountain instead of a dip. You're filling up a potential mountain instead of making instead of filling up a potential hole. So the surface is zero, right. and you're making a mountain. But all the mountains... So
1: you're, what you're saying is the first bit of energy you put in has to fill a wider area instead of a narrow area. Right? Because if you're talking about like well, a mountain or a triangle, right? Right. If it's inverted and you start pouring water into it, X amount of water is going to fill more vertical space than if you were doing a, the other, the mountain, right? No, that that, no.
0: Unfortunately, that that's not the conception I'm trying to go for. The reason why no. I'm having a hard time... Bringing it about is because of this problem, because it's 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 both, but it's both an interesting way. The reason why it's both is because you can't ever have a truly filled or stable potential unless uh, unless that water is filled, unless it's like it's like a hole, and you fill the water completely.
1: Right, but you have two holes, right? You have a hole that looks like a V, and then you have a hole that looks. Like,
0: um, no. Oh, no, no, well, I thought
1: you were saying is when you, well, no. so when you were describing a mountain, I, I think if you're using the water analogy, right, you know, you're, you're starting to feel like this, you're right, feeling the right. wide area first right. instead of the narrow, narrow area first.
0: Okay. So no. Okay. No, so that, that's, that, not that that's not what I'm describing. Well,
1: that's, that's where you're leading me to. All
0: right. Well, so I, so I. I'm leaning in the wrong direction. Let me try to describe you in the right direction. And again, I'm trying to do this all with mm-hmm. without drawing something, so you get an idea of what I'm talking about. So people who are listening get an idea of what mm-hmm. I'm talking about. So the idea is that the if you think about the mountain, the mountain can't form until it's complete. It's like the the the, mm-hmm. the puddle can't can't be part of the surface until it's completely full. Mm-hmm. So you can't partially fill the hole fill the hole the hole is still a hole unless it's completely filled
1: oh okay so you're not distinguishing a half full hole versus an empty hole
0: a half full hole and an empty hole is still a hole in fact they're treated exactly the same well, that's way. what you're saying
1: you're not distinguishing yeah. the difference between a half full hole and an empty
0: hole right the only thing that makes sense is a full hole. But the thing is that a full hole in this case is a bump instead of a dip. Or you can think of it as extending above the zero point instead of below the zero point. So that's what I mean is that mountains can only form if they hit this energy level. Otherwise they can't form. If you have if you don't have enough energy to make this mountain, then you can't make this mountain. You can't have a sub-mountain. You can't have a smaller mountain. The mountain has to be of a certain height, or else it doesn't exist. Just like the hole has to be completely filled, or else it's a hole. Okay. This is quantization. This is what you get when when you get into quantum mechanics. That... You can't make a photon of a certain of a of a wavelength that isn't part of, that doesn't satisfy the the Planck relationship. Freque- the frequency is always uh, Planck the the h bar over two.
1: Okay, but I don't. I have no idea what you're trying to get at. Okay. Have, you're talking about putting water into a hole, but now you're saying that there's not water. There's, there's just a block that fills the hole. It's one piece that fills the hole.
0: Well, no, what I'm saying is that if you put water into the hole, it
1: wouldn't... As, as but you're saying you can't half fill it, so why have, have water? Fill. Why not just have a block that's the size of the hole?
0: That's a very good question. It's a very good question, and I don't believe it's a question that, as far as I know, we have an answer to. The the point is, we are confined to being able to understand the world in terms of these bumps. These bumps only get filled with blocks and not with water. Even though we believe water, or at least so you our have understanding a block of that, water, is so, continuous. So okay.
1: So can can we take this analogy a little bit further? Because my next question is, I'm not sure I'm understanding these these bumps. You have a block that fills the hole. The bumps inherent, or is the bump more another block on top of the block? So the the field is inherent.
0: The zero point is inherent.
1: Okay. You put a block into the hole. It fills the hole. There's right. a bump there.
0: Yeah. What? The the the, the the block in the hole filling the hole is to get is to make sure you is to give you the understanding of it needs to be a block it needs to completely fill the hole but the point of the D-Rack C the point of the, of the of the particle is that it has to be that hole bump whichever way you look at it it has to fill it so a hole is is, is earth filling earth but if you were then to take the hole and put it up on the other side you'd have a, a mountain. It'd be a potential well.
1: But it's empty. So it's not there. And no. then when the no. hole's...
0: No, it's not empty. It's... it's uh, the mountain isn't empty. The mountain is energy. But the mountain can't form unless the energy is there to form it.
1: Okay, so forget about mountains. All right. What if we make this um, a square-shaped bump? Make it... Because all right, all right. when you're talking about mountains in holes, I'm picturing things that are V or U-shaped. All right. Let's, and let, when let, let's when decompress it from shapes. When they're V or U-shaped, The so if it's just a square.
0: All right. So instead of mountain, think of a mound, maybe? Then would that help? I think. All right. Okay.
1: Make it square, right? So blocks fit in it. Blocks fit into it, nice and easy. Okay. A quantum particle is a block. It's a cube. It's not. No, no. Th- that's the. the, the but the, we're we're distilling it down to. You're talking about filling holes with blocks. Okay. I Make mean, it a cube. Make it easy. You can say that, but
0: I, then I would be leading you in the wrong direction because the way we calculate this is by using the equations of a circle, and so these things are spherical lumps. Okay, but
1: but I mean, okay, that's fine, but you're talking about how there is this area that is either filled or not filled, right, and it's either completely filled or it's completely not filled, right, and so, okay, so you talking about sphericals, right, so there is this circular hole bump, whatever, depending on what side of the axis, whether you're looking at it upside down or not, right. And for the talk we're having today, it can't be rectangular just so the thing can slide in there nice and easy because why?
0: The reason why it can't be rectangular is is because if you start to conceptualize it as rectangular and you ever want to go further into it, then that conceptualization of rectangular might interfere with your idea when it's presented to you. Okay, so why do we have to
1: think of it like a puddle or a mountain and why can't we just think of it as... Uh, I know what I want to say. I'm trying to figure out how to describe it. Um, as an absence or existence
0: of some property. That's what it is, ultimately. Well,
1: sure, I mean the way we
0: describe it is so. I mean, it, but no, well, I, 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 guess, you're talk, I guess. I guess. Another you're thing, right. Another thing you're talking
1: you're right. about is kind of like. You even use the word potential, right? So, I'll, you know, I'm also thinking of the the MOSFET stuff that I did where you have a P-channel MOSFET, right? And you have holes there and they'll be filled with electrons. And, you know.
0: Okay. All right. So, you're right. And I may be overthinking it. And I may be saying, you know, okay, when we talk about potential, it's spherical because it's in 3D space. Maybe I'm overthinking it. Uh, when I when I imagine in my head, I imagine a sort of a spherical dip. Whenever you see a graph of a potential, you'll see it as as uh, as spherical. You see it as 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 parabolic in terms of the way it's drawn, uh, in terms of the way we calculate it. So that's why I'm thinking spherical. But if you want to imagine, so,
1: it. so okay, so here, but but it, you, it keep, isn't keep your spheres. Right. Think of it as a Chinese checkers board. All right. Where you have a hemisphere on the board, you put a checker, you put a marble into the hemisphere. Sure, it dips up, it fills it above. So, but can't we just kind of collapse that and, you know, I okay. Mean, but so, but I think that helps with the holes, right? Okay. You have this Chinese checkers board. It's either full or it's empty because you're putting a marble on the mm-hmm. spot. It Maybe it may you can tell me if actually how it's actually above the board is your bump or what. But, there, okay, uh, th-
0: there is a reason why I'm thinking above and below. There is a reason why I'm introducing those concepts. That's because I want to try to introduce you to what Dirac showed, which is that...
1: Is Chinese checkers term, is that insensitive? Is I don't think so. No. I,
0: I don't think so. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, so the, the point is, all right. So we have a zero point. I'm going to have to start drawing something because otherwise I'm going to get lost in what I'm trying to describe, and I think I'm going to fail. But he, he think of. Uh, You've all right. already failed. All right, I've already failed. But let but let me just draw something down, and I'll try to describe it to you. Let's see if you draw the same thing. Okay, take a clean piece of paper. Okay.
1: Well, I've been working on this for weeks.
0: Take a clean piece of paper. Oh, you suck! All right, now take a line and draw it down vertically down the center. All right. all right. Top to down, it's just a line. Now, on one side, on the left side, put uh, a bump, a square, whatever you want, near the top of it uh, of a certain height. A bump, a square, uh, a, a building, I don't care.
1: What? Right? You mean off the line?
0: On the line. On the line, moving towards the left, incre- opening up let in the space of the left, and then going back to the line. So some sort of curve or polygon that mm-hmm. one of its edges is the line. Okay. All right. So you've done that. Now go somewhere else in the lines, over at the bottom of the page, and draw the same exact thing, but on the other side. Okay. All right. Now take this thing that you have that that's that straight and turn it 90 degrees. Okay. All right. This is your potential. And these are your electrons and your positrons. One of, one of them, whichever one of them you want, is an electron, and the other one is a positron.
1: Okay. So. That was a long way to go to get here.
0: I know. I know. But it. I believe it was important to establish what. I'm sort of talking about here because there's an interesting, there there is a very interesting thing that if I, if I didn't bring you there through here, then when I try to explain this other interesting aspect, it wouldn't make sense. Okay. All right. So the interesting, so what, when you have these things, you see that they are, they, they are on the line and uh, there, it doesn't immediately appear obvious that if these things were to interact with each other, they would cancel each other out. Why would they? There's simply energy on two sides of the line. They're bumps on two sides of the line. If they were to interact with each other, why would they it cancel each other seems out? Seems obvious to me they'd
1: cancel each other out.
0: Why? Because
1: one has eight. Okay, above the line, I'm going to call positive. Okay. Below the line, I'm going to call negative. Okay. Very, very original, very inventive. Sure. And when you sum them together, the answer is Zero.
0: Okay, why would you sum them together?
1: If they coincided at the same point, then to figure out the difference, you would sum them together.
0: Okay, all right. All right, I'll go with that. The answer is zero if you sum them together. If the answer is zero, why are they creating energy if they collide together? Why are they releasing energy?
1: Well, you're annihilating matter at that point, right?
0: No, you're canceling matter out.
1: Annihilating matter
0: you have a potential in one direction you have a potential in another direction you've collapsed them. this energy should be enough. The energy on one side should be enough to pull the other energy you have back
1: t- two pieces of matter that
0: why no. wouldn't the energy just i mean this the energy that's creating this bump on one side is the energy that is creating the bump on the other side. They would in your case sum each other up interact collapse each other and the energy would be done.
1: But it's not energy, it's mass.
0: Mass is energy.
1: Mass is a different kind of energy. Different form of energy. It's
0: It's just energy. It's just energy treated in a slightly different If
1: way. I had if we were looking at electricity, right? And if I had a capacitor charged with uh uh, Will this work? No, because I really can't have a capacitor charged with positive energy, can I? Um, Well, if I had an anti-capacitor, then I could do it. (laughs) Um, Now, this
0: is good. You're thinking your way through the problem. You you, you introduced a question, and it was a good question. I'm showing you why, or at least I'm trying to show you why, your answer would, would give you a wrong answer. Or your conception will give you the right answer. you're not being dumb, you're being very smart about how you're approaching the problem
1: these okay, so i mean my 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 next argument my next retort I guess would be more accurate is that it's uh I'm going put this. So all the all the charges that I'm familiar with, electrons and circuits and electricity and all that stuff, right? That's all dealing with matter, right? So there's the potential flows flowing to ground stuff they're like not, that. No, that's they're and not
0: all dealing with matter. Dealing with charge. Charge you but, know, you know no, enough that they're dealing it, with matter. But, but
1: it's charge. But it's all with. Po- positive matter, instead of or matter as opposed to antimatter. It's all matter. Everything that we touch today is matter. Everything in this universe or in this galaxy, ninety nine percent of what's We're in this galaxy. we surrounded by is
0: antimatter. Just doesn't last long.
1: It it's it's a tiny minuscule part of all But it's the there. I don't want to I, I
0: I don't want to misinform people that think that it's not well, sure. at all existing. It exists everywhere and sure. it's always around us, but it doesn't last long.
1: But when we're talking about charge or when I'm well I'm picturing of what you described, the talking about summing charges, right? To me that is electrical potential where you have electrons, you have holes. Okay, think
0: about it in terms of charge. If you combine a negative and a positive charge, what happens?
1: It's was zero. You get
0: zero. You would not get a release of energy.
1: But that's just because you're moving an electron to, a, to its ground state. To the ground, you're moving electrons to the ground. I don't know if ground state's the right term, but you're moving electrons to the ground. You're not annihilating electron with an positron. There's a different function happening there.
0: There is a different function happening there. You're right, but I'm trying. When electric,
1: to- when charges flow, when it's all matter, when electrons are they're flowing to ground, right, or grounds flowing to to the positive side, whatever. But conventional current current flows to ground, which is the opposite of electron flow. But the
0: point is, like you said, there's a ground. In this case, the ground is this line that bisects them. That's mm-hmm. the ground. And what's happening is you're returning the energy but to the gr- ground. In your model, which was this and this would be returning the exact same energy proportion to the ground.
1: But a particle going to ground versus antiparticles coming together
0: is different what's the difference
1: the difference is that
0: i'll give you a hint this is an incorrect model okay there's something very dis- very important that's incorrect about it the problem is here okay What I'm circling here is the problem is the line that's under these bumps or whatever things you had.
1: I feel bamboozled. You talk me into this model, and then you're like, oh, you're fucking wrong. The model's been wrong from day one. Let me
0: me finish. Let me finish. The interesting thing about these potentials, let me draw this again, but let me draw this in a correct way. So here I'm drawing it in the correct way, where the line doesn't follow through. In fact, what's happening is this potential is pulling the ground state up with it. And this potential is pulling the ground state down with it. The energy is there to pull the ground state. What we see as field perturbations are pulling the energy of the field down they're not bumps on a field they're actually bumps in the field they're actually pulling the field up and that
1: is where the energy comes from but that that's, that's what I was imagining the whole time Greg it's no different from what okay. I was imagining because you drew a line doesn't mean it was not what I was <laughs> there's no difference it's what I was imagining Okay, well, this is important. Then, then you got
0: it before I did. This was important to me to, to understanding the concept. You completed it in your head way before I did. Because okay. I needed to have this introduced to me. I needed to have this concept introduced to me before right. I understood this. So this bump was not just sort of... A bump of slime moving on a surface—it was literally pulling up the surface with it. It literally had that energy, the surface that it was pulling up, and this dip is pulling down the surface. So you're literally causing
1: uh, tension. That's what poten- that's what potential is, right?
0: I didn't get that. Okay. What I so that's so when I teach it, I teach it the way I learned it. Okay. Uh, and so when these collapse, you're collapsing the potential down to zero. Mm-hmm. And that's where the energy comes from. Because the energy was there to, to move the potential off of, its, off of its zero point. As opposed to being something that resides on top of it, it's actually moving something off of it. That is what took me a, a long time to get about particle physics. Okay. That's what took me a long time to understand about potential. So if you got it before I did, awesome. Uh, if this helps somebody, great. If not, we talk through an issue that caused me issue but didn't. But that I don't have a problem with that. All
1: right.
0: It means that my it, – it, it, it gives me an idea of how to teach things in the future because it means that my conception of something is not necessarily the way that everybody else thinks about it. So thank you. Okay. For helping me out. With uh, trying to describe potential and to I guess maybe I should start asking a different question. maybe I should start thinking about okay, how, okay let me ask you the question since you right. since you got it since you since you understood it, uh, what question could I have asked or what way could I' have asked the question to to um, to make it clear that you understood what I was talking about?
1: I just feel like you're splitting hairs on this well, this potential well so and whether there was a line across the top of it or not
0: the the reason The reason why I say it was it was important, the reason why I say it caused an issue is because when we think about off shell virtual particles, they're mirrored in both directions.
1: Well, I thought for a moment when you were going to talk about the positrons, you were going to say that it's not above the line, but it's actually below the line, or something like that. And then when they collapse, or
0: well, that is—I mean, that—that that is the case in terms of how you would look at it directly. But what, but when you talk about virtual particles, because you know people talk about them like they actually exist, uh, it's it's kind of iffy as to whether. I mean,
1: can. so for this whole conversation, Greg, I've been applying my knowledge of electronics and semiconductors. Yeah. So I can't. I'm not talking about virtual particles right? and barely positrons. you know. Well I,
0: well, I know. I'm trying to introduce you to the idea here, the idea behind the particle physics, which is deeper than the semiconductors. I understand the semiconductors completely. I mean, I, I, I do, but I don't. Right? I don't understand them to, to the level you do, but I do understand what's going on inside them physically. But... Um, I'm trying to introduce you to the idea of the, the the bare particle physics. And the idea is that a virtual particle, what we consider a virtual particle, is actually is a kind of thing that is at the halfway point. But in order for it to exist at the halfway point, it has to be in both directions. You can't be fully a particle without only being in one of these directions. If you are a virtual particle, you're in both. Mm-hmm and up okay. to a certain level. So these virtual particles were we use in perturbation theory to describe uh what really are sort of waves and events that that occur inside this field potential without inside this field without ever getting to the potential where they are existing as we would consider or say on shell on mass shell. So Virtual particles are stuff that exist in between the potential levels. They're vibrations of the field that happen that are not up to level where we can see a particle. No, okay. And because of that, they exist on both
1: sides. Why is my diagram where I'm using rectangular um, wells, why don't you like that? Because intuitively people can see that it can't if you have rectangular wells and you have wooden blocks that are particles, they right. fill the wells right. and it's it's very intuitive that it's either empty or not. And then you say that it needs to be spherical. Why does it need to be spherical?
0: Because when you're taught how to calculate the potential of a particle in free space, let's say, use a Schrodinger equation and you 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 assume a spherical potential because you're assuming a particle in three space in 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 uh, in three space in three dimensions that extends itself out at in in terms of search- certainly electric charge.
1: But uh, is imagining a, a right. cube really that bad?
0: No, which is why you know, which is why I mentioned you're right. I'm. I'm getting too specific because I'm thinking about it in a specific way. Too specific. Too specific. I'm getting too specific, and you're too Atlantic, and that's the issue. <laughs> I'm getting too specific because I'm thinking about it in the way that that I think about potential, which is as as a spherical well, because that's how you that's that's how you do the calculations. Is your model square worse? for introducing or getting across the idea no categorically not uh in fact it it if it helps people then it may be better um as long as it presents the concept it,
1: it, it's 10 minutes later you're like okay instead of a square imagine a sphere
0: okay you're right you're right no I, you're right i i, I should have uh I should have thought about it that way. I didn't. This is why I do this. I don't do this because right. I'm I'm no, right. I think I'm. I agree. do this because you. Because give me when good, you say when you, you say good a, advice on how to teach these things,
1: when you say spherical well, right, it's going to be something like this, like an upside down, like an ohm signer, right? right? Yeah. And you know, it might be difficult for someone to figure out how this sphere is going to fit into that hole when the opening is too small.
0: Yeah, and I never considered it, right? right. So yeah. so
1: when you start with rectangles or cubes. Cubical holes, they slide right in. The blocks mm-hmm. slide right in. Mm-hmm. Once it even you, might be simpler. Once even. you enforce your point with the cubes, then you say, okay, you understand the concept. It's more accurate if those are spherical holes.
0: Okay, here's a question. Would it be even simpler if you thought of them as triangles?
1: You love your mountains. Um, (laughs) So when the hole is not, when the walls of the hole are not parallel, that's when you got me thinking about 1N material, 1N energy fills more the first time than the second time. Right? 1N will fill this much volume the first time. But because it's wider, okay. two ends gonna fill less okay, that's, yeah. confused. Right. that's what' confused that's what got me sidetracked
0: I see all right I, I understand what you're saying, so yeah, if you think of it as as like a cone then or, or even as the edge of triangle, then yeah or
1: easier. your u shaped bucket hole, that's why with walls are if well, the, if the walls of the hole are parallel, then you don't you're not
0: i mean the irony is that the you triangle- made such
1: a big deal about. Uh, a V or a mountain. You really were hooked on mountains. But, yeah, I think you said... I don't know if you said V, but you or something. And because I saw the very pit of the well is narrow, uh-huh. I was looking for some kind of tie-in of one X fills a higher area, a higher a higher distance than the second X because it's wider to fill.
0: Well, the irony is that's kind of true because it is spherical.
1: But you can't fill it part way. So that's why you just start with the square blocks because everyone played with square blocks when they yeah. were kids. No yeah. one played with um, sticking a ball into a hole which has a tiny opening because that's the top of the sphere, but it, it just goes in there because.
0: Okay, so so let me let me illustrate my thinking. So my thinking is everyone's dug a hole. And a hole you don't dig a square. You you generally think of a hole, you think of like a pothole, or you think of a hole as sort of a circular thing. And so my my thinking was all right, so you have a hole, especially with these cartons, you actually have kind of the way we would draw potential. You you have a parabolic. Cir- yeah.
1: Yeah, but there's not these parabolic things you put in the hole. There's nothing. Sure, there
0: that... are. You can put one on top of the other and there it goes. No,
1: no. When you're digging your hole, what are you going to put in the hole? You're going to put a box in the hole? You're going to put a coffin in the hole? You're going, you're going to put water in the hole. Right, but oh, you're going to dig a hole that's one molecule of water deep? No one can imagine that.
0: Well, no. That's, that's why I said you can only. Even if you fill. That's a... why
1: water is a horrible example because.
0: Or cement. Even if you fill it part no. way, it's still a hole. It was my point.
1: But you can't fill it part way, is what you said.
0: Well, no. My point, no, I didn't say you couldn't fill a part way. I said even if you still, if you fill it part way, as far as the surface is it, concerned, it's concern, not so, full,
1: right? If you fill a part way, it's not full, and mm. it, well, maybe maybe you need to focus on that then, right? Because okay. it's it's not full until it's full. All right, or something okay. like
0: that. Yeah, yeah. So I need to focus on on the fullness instead of the dimensionality of it. Uh, See, there's a weird point there where I said, okay, you have a full hole and now f- rotate it. Because oh, rotation is so key to everything. <laughs> it's it's so key to understanding everything. But,
1: um... We're 96 minutes in.
0: Alright, I'll, I'll stop. <laughs> I, I could talk about this for hours, as you can plainly see. Uh... It it helps me understand more what I understand. It helps me understand how to tell people. I hope it's helping you, at the very least, understand what I'm talking about in some sense, or at least what I'm trying to get at. Okay, so
1: what what is a half full hole? Then I mean it's, it's it's not it's not your particle. What is it? It's a
0: it's a. Perturbation In the field That Can't exist For A period of time Longer than the Planck length Of time because It actually Doesn't need to satisfy The relationship that a real particle does
1: So that's a virtual particle Is the Half full how do you get a half a hole? I mean, you don't have Like I to said, it's it or... half
0: full on both sides. It, it's it, it it's borrowing. So
1: so so is it like a block that's halfway in the hole?
0: It's like the field is a string and the field is vibrating. So what
1: I just said is not not good at all. No, no. Okay. But it fits with everything else you've said.
0: It's, so you, if you think of like... I mean, because
1: the, the way you drew a vertical particle is kind of like the way I just drew a block that's halfway into its hole.
0: Right. Because I'm trying to sort of get along the concept, but I think another way you could think about it is, think about if you have a, a rope that you're mm-hmm. you know you're making into a standing wave or you mm-hmm. know, two or two standing wave fronts, whatever. Uh, when it's in that perfect standing wave form, right, that's just a plain old wave form, and we understand that. When it's slightly perturbed, mm-hmm. those are virtual particles. The field itself. Like, that, so that when, when the wave looks in,
1: like it's walking down the rope?
0: When the wave looks like, or when the wave, or when the, the mm-hmm. rope is not forming a perfect wave, when it's, not
1: like a compound wave.
0: You can think of it as, as sort of like a compound wave when it's, when it, it's not in sync, when when it's when you're trying to get it up to the point where it's a perfect wave or when you move off from when it's a perfect wave, it dips and drags. It doesn't form perfect waves and it kind of falls and, and, and moves mm-hmm. around chaotically that's sort of more what a virtual particle is. It's it's energy is in the system, but the energy is is uh you you might say borrowed from the background. Uh the real idea is that the energy is in the interactions of all the stuff going on, it's sort of noise it's created from the interactions of stuff. And importantly, in quantum mechanics that energy could come from a place where there is nothing interacting around it and it could just build and pop into existence it does happen Mm -hmm. it is possible that simply the energy the zero point energy of the field at at rest is enough to create particles It's rare, it's extraordinarily rare, but it happens. It's a lot less rare when there's a lot of shit going on around it because there's a lot of energy, there's a lot of stuff bleeding into things, there's a lot of interactions, mm. there's a lot of stuff going on where stuff is is uh you know is, is wiggling other fields as it interacts, and that's enough to to generate stuff to happen.
1: Did you see that uh in our time, just put out a p versus MP?
0: I did i I've listened to it
1: I, I listened to probably three quarters of it. I'm not the hoy done yet.
0: It was all stuff I knew, yeah, so I yeah.
1: didn't really. It, it and the host Melvin was was pretty obstinate with like yeah, like how hard can it be to go to two hundred cities and like like well, I, maybe the host didn't or the, the guest didn't do a good, good enough job of convincing and, and him. And that's certainly but...
0: that's certainly the case because I mean it's not it's not obvious as to why that's an issue. You have to look at the problem in a certain way to understand why it's an issue.
1: Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, maybe just because we come from our since I come from a computer yeah. background. Well, I it's mean, like it's it, when you're first introduced to the
0: birthday problem, it doesn't make sense to you. But then, as you learn, probably well, I mean, I wasn't understand. I
1: wasn't very familiar of the, the the name of the traveling salesman problem. Listeners, if you're still paying attention, traveling salesman problem is um, it's it's a, a NP a non-polynomial problem where there's not. There is not It's a
0: non-deterministic polynomial problem.
1: Not a non-polyn... It is a polynomial... Okay. It's a non-deterministic a non- polynomial. Okay, there's not a, a... Well, a known, clever algorithm to easily solve it. You kind of have to iterate and, like, test, like, all the parameters... Right. ...and then come back with the answer. There's
0: not even a, a good algorithm to remove part of your problem.
1: Right. Which there so,
0: are in some case. you know, for some problems... For the so called polynomial problems, there are ways that at least we can eliminate the space in which we're yeah. looking.
1: So, this problem is, and there's very simple ones that are puzzle games where the, the so, but the, what they call the traveling salesman problem is a traveling salesman needs to travel through n number of cities. Make it a, a big number to make this obvious. Say 50 cities. Right. You can only travel through cities, there's no shortcutting, and you can only visit each city once. You need to end at the city where you started, and you want to find the shortest route. There is not a formula that you can calculate right. to figure this out.
0: It doesn't matter what the length, what the distance is to the different cities. It doesn't matter at all for the problem. No. They, they could be, they're variable. They could be anything. Right. But but you can't. If they were all the same, then it would make the problem really easy. But
1: you're assuming that they're different. They're different. They vary, and you have to basically run every potential outcome and sum the distances. Right.
0: Well, you should say to be clear, we don't know of a better way to solve the problem. Mathematics
1: to, has not found yeah. a clever way to solve this other than that's doing, P P doing brute force.
0: That's P versus NP in a nutshell. We don't... Is there a way to do this that isn't brute force?
1: And, for, you know, for, for some people that aren't the hardcore computer geeks, this is how computer cryptography works. Right. Um, it's based on prime numbers, but it's the same kind of thing. You can't factor a prime number easily. If I'm If I have a secret and I want to send it to Greg, I can find two big prime numbers and multiply them together and give them to Greg. And then with cryptography, basically we've we've done a key exchange, so he knows what the two prime numbers are. But then the third party who's eavesdropping, sees the sum of these prime, sees the sum of these prime, or the the product of these prime numbers. Not a sum, but a product. The product of these prime numbers. He can't walk that back. There's not an easy formula to say, This giant 100-digit number is the product of these two prime numbers. And that's why cryptography works. If mathematics figures out a way to factor prime numbers, saying, take this big number, put it into this formula, and do this and that, and throw a cosine in there, and do this, all this stuff. Here are your prime numbers. You know, then... Security on the internet is busted. Some.
0: A lot of it. The majority of it. There are some things that use other things besides prime number factorization. But yeah. and I believe there are some things that are classified in a different way than other NP hard problems. But in in principle, if you solve the traveling salesman problem, you have an algorithm to solve in these so called these NP these, these class of problems called NP hard which is where factorization is. So the question is, does P equal NP, which basically means, is there an algorithm to simply solve this, these problems like there are for other, these other set of problems?
1: Right. I mean, they made a really good point where there was a a mathematical, was it a proof? I think, I don't know which term is, but it was proposed in like 1600s and it wasn't proven or discovered until 1995.
0: Oh, for Matt's Last Theorem, is that... Was that the one? Yeah, I, I, it, yeah.
1: But, you know, so it's not like... It's not like it's impossible. I mean, things can seem impossible for 400 years. Yeah. And then get solved. So uh, it's just we don't
0: have the the math to do it right now. We don't understand the problem. And we don't understand all the situations the problem is in. Or all the ways we have of solving problems, probably the best way. But we don't understand all the ways we have of solving problems. Yeah. We're, we're constantly finding new ways to solve problems, uh, and that's what for solving for mass last. The, the way they solve for mass last theorem, which seems like it's it's trivial uh, in terms of the way you can describe it, it's it's a squared plus b squared equals c squared. Mass last theorem was saying that it doesn't work for any other mm-hmm. exponent. It only uh, works for a squared b
1: squared. I was frustrated with the show because you know, like Melvin was was so tied up on this, not understanding why this is a hard problem to solve—the wedding party problem or the salesman problem—and then like the one of the guests was like talking about DNA, and she's like, oh, "I'll talk about this later." We talk about it. it's like, but time's short, you know. Like, well, dude, stop wasting so much time. <laughs> on that
0: i mean okay but 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 let me finish my thought with the fermat's last theorem before sure. before we go which is that the, the in order to solve fermat's last theorem the guy who solved it did not try to solve fermat's last theorem he solved a related problem that had to do with with surfaces and and, and other other stuff okay. that you would not think is at all related but it turned out that if you were to solve this problem mm-hmm. then you then that problem solved for Matt's last theorem. That problem showed that Fermat's right. last theorem was true. So he, so the whole point is that, and he talked about this way in the beginning with the Common Core to lead all the way back. In Common Core, we talked about how... Um, oh, no, we talked about with the force gauges, right? We talked about with scales, mm-hmm. how you relate the way that gravity works on a scale to some the way that force works on another thing. You use a mathematical right. definition to relate those to each other, And then you have a way you can do this. So you use a mathematical definition to relate Fermat's last theorem to this other weird thing. Mm -hmm. And then you solve this other weird thing. So the idea behind solving P versus NP, you relate P versus NP to this other weird thing. You solve this other weird thing. Suddenly you have P versus NP. You never knew it was there.
1: Have you listened to the new hardcore history yet?
0: Uh, I only got about halfway, okay. or thirty minutes into it.
1: So. I haven't started it yet. Uh, you know, it's not as compelling as World War One because I don't even know what the hell they're talking about. You know, like I'm not familiar with it at all. But I'm sure it's compelling once you get into it.
0: It's, um, you know, the, the World War One is, is is certainly compelling. But I mean, I found the the Mongol stuff to be extraordinary. I should compelling go back and listen it.
1: to some of that stuff. Yeah. I I thought the Mongols one would be interesting I just have never had the time or never uh, Um, it's daunting right because it's like 8 hours of, of podcast oh, so is the 1-1 thing um, <laughs> oh, yeah, that was more like 12 or 14 hours yeah. of podcast but but uh, you know I, I was able to have that spoon fed to me you know 3 hours at a right, time
0: right yeah. what are we at now
1: <laughs> um, one forty nine, one fifty, almost two hours. <laughs> Might as well go another ten minutes. What's <laughs> ten minutes amongst two hours? <laughs> um,
0: God, I, I don't want to get into any more physics stuff.
1: Okay, well, we can quit early, slacker.
0: Are you want me to get into physics? Stuff? No,
1: not really. <laughs> I, I mean if you got good if you're going to be bouncing more things off me no i don't want to get into no i'm, I'm not i'm not going to be bouncing more okay you.
0: let me just describe what unitarity means all right unitarity is a principle which says that when we're trying to calculate something the probability of something we can get we have a space that gets to one in other mm-hmm. words we have filled up this space. we know this we know hundred percent of the options that's unitarity. If you only know sixty mm-hmm. percent of the options for a probability thing, you don't have unitarity, okay You can't calculate something okay so a whole one of the principles of quantum mechanics is this idea of unitarity you You have the space, and what one hundred percent of the problem is there, you just don't know you know you have to calculate it. You didn't have to do other stuff to figure out where it's going to where it's going to land, but you know what 100 percent of the problem is. Okay, that's the only way you can figure out percentages, right? You have to have a probability of space that's between zero and one. Yeah. So that's unitarity. So whenever you hear unitarity a lot, when you talk about uh, issues with black holes, you hear things about preserving unitarity, uh, and really the the problem there is when stuff falls into a black hole. Right. You lose information, according to the, the the base understanding via general relativity. And that means if you think about it, think about an entangled particle. Entangled particle, you know, one is gonna be up if the other is down when you measure them, as long as they stay entangled. Well, if one of them falls through a black hole, then you can't necessarily then they would still be entangled, but you can't maintain the understanding that those things are linked anymore because it's behind the event horizon. Right. You've just destroyed unitarity. Okay. Sure. So that is the problem with black holes and unitarity. That, that's one of the issues with quantum, well, so, quantum mechanics. So, well, and entanglement, right?
1: You can have two particles. You can move them away from each other. You can collapse one. The other one collapses faster than the speed of light, right?
0: Mm. I wouldn't say collapse at this point. Collapse oh, is kind oh, of a okay. decohere is, is, right. is decohere
1: is a faster P of light. So I mean you're already breaking space time. You're point. breaking locality. Locality. And so locality is Well, it
0: depends on how you look at it. Uh I, I look at it not as if I mean I, I don't think locality is real. Okay. Uh to me, you're you're creating a system. Is what you're doing when you create an entangled particle? You're creating a system that is tied to itself. Sure. So when you break one, you're when you take one off of that system, you're you know instantly what the other side of the system is, is at. Right. But you only know that because the system has. separated You know from what you. the other
1: side has done, but right. the other side you really can't gain information.
0: Right. The 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 point of the system. The system is is still in a light cone. So you okay, the, the system so, itself right, is in a light cone. Right. You're on a different side of the light cone than the, the, the system. Mm-hmm. Your light cone is not in, in there, but the system itself is still in that light cone. Mm-hmm. So the system itself can still evolve perfectly fine. Okay. You don't. But okay. that's not your problem.
1: Right. Okay. So then that falls into a black hole. particle gets stranded out forever because this pair's gone
0: all the information is gone
1: half the information is gone then
0: the, half the information is enough for it all to be gone
1: orphan particle
0: you will you only have 50% you don't have unitarity you only have 50% of the information
1: This particle go uh, so
0: it's as if the system gets cut off from itself
1: right without, does that mean that?
0: Without actually, according to the theory... So,
1: it, so the, the particle on the right doesn't know the particle on the left fell into the black hole?
0: Right. Because the physics, for when, you're, when you're passing through an event horizon, mm-hmm. should be the same. As far as the particle is concerned, there should be no difference. You, there's so the not particle, the particle on
1: those. the right's hanging out, waiting for something to happen, which no, will never happen.
0: Sort of. It's one way to look at it. Yeah, but but essentially the idea is that for, for, from the perspective of Einsteinian physics, there's... The an uh, uh, event horizon should be a place in space unlike any, uh, or the same as any other space. The physics should be exactly the same. So you should be able to maintain that connection in your light cone that you've always had. Once you cross the event horizon though, you can't. There's no way of any information crossing. Right. So suddenly you lose unitarity you, you lose that, any connection you had, even though you shouldn't. There's no reason in to, in, in terms of relativity why you should. This is where all the this, this stuff about firewalls and stuff comes out because now suddenly there is something that happens all of a sudden space in order for this to happen well you have to have something that causes space to collapse at that you have to have something that causes the the the, the uh, to decohere at that point otherwise you lose unitarity well that means it actually hits something it means it it, it basically annihilates at the point of the event horizon suddenly you have this giant firewall that appears out of nowhere in the space. That's crazy.
1: Yeah. Okay, now I think we should break down the new Star Wars trailer second by second. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I, all right, here, here's, what I, here's what I'm going with. Okay. Uh, what's her name? Is Luke Skywalker's daughter? Okay. And what's his name? Danger dude.
1: Lando's son. No. <laughs> oh, come on. He's the only black guy in Star Wars. No, not the black guy. The black guy is just somebody <laughs> oh, oh. else. Oh, cry, r- r- Kylo, Kylo, Ren Kylo Ren.
0: Is Han Solo and Leia's son. What? That's why in that trailer, Kylo Ren puts the the uh-huh. laser to her, but doesn't kill her. Because either he knows, because they're cousins, he's like, don't fuck with me. Or he f- senses it somehow.
1: What? Yeah. What? Oh, man.
0: All the lines about Kyler Ren finishing what's that's been started.
1: Oh. whoa man uh huh Han yeah. oh, made a Sith Lord huh?
0: I doubt they intended to
1: can't always have control your kids
0: do you can't <laughs> but what Sith is, as he may have been he didn't want to kill his cousin. I mean, that, again, this is all just a story that I'm, mm-hmm. you know, making up out of the blue. I have no idea. It could be that right. they're completely unrelated to anybody. They're just people. But I think maybe being misdirected with the shots of the dude with the saber, I don't think he actually, mm-hmm. he may not actually feel the force. He may, he may just be trying to protect or, you know.
1: right. The, um. Darth Vader's burnt up, melted helmet. Uh, Didn't that blow up on the Death Star?
0: No, no. Remembered Luke burned the body. Oh, he, down on end the helmet too. Yeah, the helmet too.
1: He brought the helmet with him. He I guess it. so. Yeah, because he was burned. Okay.
0: And then I mean, I know he took the helmet he off and a took a his Jose Hayden Christensen off the side.
1: Yeah. No, <laughs> <laughs> well, only in the redo. <laughs> oh get the laser disc version you don't have to put up with that shit right. um, how's your laser
0: disc doing <laughs> laser disc rip uh,
1: <laughs> uh, that's right I forgot about that part I, I knew Luke brought Anakin down I just thought for some reason the helmet was left on the space station
0: yeah nope
1: it wouldn't make for as good, or a, I mean, it could. It just, wouldn't make as good for a funeral pyre than with it, the helmet.
0: It could have just been a 3D printed reproduction that he burnt. Just you know, this is probably what. Hey, it Ewoks, like.
1: can you print me up a helmet?
0: Well, no, no. I'm saying, okay, on, uh, on the Star Destroyer, they may have 3D printers, and he may like, he may just you know print himself a a keepsake. I don't know why he'd print in one and and, burn it, but maybe he likes burning his toys. I don't know. Doesn't look like a really
1: good kid. No. Uncle Anakin. Or Grandpa Anakin, I guess. huh?
0: Grandpa Anakin.
1: I always thought Leia would be a better
0: mother than that. What gave you that idea? I don't know. The bra she was wearing when she was no, being tortured by Java? No. Her choice in men?
1: Well. Huh. <laughs> I'm not going to go see the movie now. <laughs> you just ruined it for me. Good. You should have put a spoilers up. Now everyone <sighs> listening is going to be pissed off.
0: Good. You will not see the movie. <laughs> My
1: plan is complete. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, a good place to end. No, I think we need to break down second by second. One second at a time. Stop, talk about it. Next second, stop, talk about it.
0: Uh, I did see um I don't know if it's, if it's if it's if it's there, but there there is that shot of the TIE Fighters against the Sun, and I saw mm. somebody posted a picture of the TIE Fighters against a screaming sun.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh! Talk about the, so. Greg showed me the awesomest jack-o'-lantern <laughs> just a moment ago. I want you? To, I,
0: I, I believe it was a Meeseeks jack-o'-lantern.
1: Uh, it looked like it, yeah. Uh,
0: that someone made, and then but they also took a picture it of got old moldy when it was old and moldy, and the line was. <laughs> <laughs> pumpkins don't usually have to live this long Jerry it's getting weird <laughs> <laughs> the pumpkin looks a little sad a little <laughs> tormented
1: yeah <laughs> oh I laughed so hard when Greg showed that to me it was awesome look look it up I guess Greg refuses to retweet it because it's not original material
0: yeah I, I can't retweet it with that line somebody else posted that that's not me I can't well, take credit for just that forward the tweet it wasn't a tweet it was on reddit uh, link to the
1: reddit you need to share no that no one's gonna man. follow that share that with the world man alright I think we need to wrap this shit up you don't think we
0: can go on for another hour
1: well we could but it's already one o'clock time to go All get right. the fuck out of my house
0: uh, I guess this, this isn't quite as good as I wanted but oh.
1: <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs>
0: Although now I can't, I mean, every time I see a sunrise, it's going to be in my, like, on film. I just think about the sun <laughs> This is a good planet. Ah! <laughs>